Hi everyone, welcome to the LL Cool JD Anatomy Podcast, Episode 2. On this episode, let's dive right into the effects epilepsy can have on the skin, bones, and articulation, also known as the joints. Now, epilepsy can have ripple effects in just about every system in the body, specifically the integumentary system, also known as the skin. Now, of course, the skin is the largest organ in the human body. One of the skin's major functions is protection, which is much needed during an epileptic seizure. As we mentioned in the previous episode, during an epileptic episode, a person can lose consciousness or muscle control, which can lead to fallen injury. The results from the injury can be minor, like a bruise or laceration to the skin, or major, like a fracture of a bone. Now, most bruises form when small blood vessels or capillaries near the skin are broken by the impact of a blow or injury. When this happens, blood leaks out of the vessels and initially appears as black and blue marks, which are eventually reabsorbed by your body and disappear. Lacerations or tears throughout many layers of the skin is another effect or boo-boo the skin can suffer due to a fall during a seizure. In some cases, seizures can cause cyanosis. Now, what is that? You're wondering, right? Well, cyanosis is a bluish discoloration of the skin that results from poor circulation or inadequate oxygenation of the blood. This discoloration occurs when breathing decreases or increases completely during an epileptic seizure. Now, that is one blue man show I would not like to watch, but enough of that. Let's move on to the effects epilepsy has on the bones. As we know, our bones need to be dense to prevent any bone fractures. People who are epileptic are at a greater risk to osteoporosis, altercations in bone quality, and fracture. This is common for people who take anti-epileptic drugs, AEDs. Now, some AEDs that have been associated with the reduction in bone density are Tegrito, Dilantin, now, this is due to low levels of vitamin D and also a decrease in intestinal absorption of calcium. Certain AEDs increase the metabolic rate of the liver, and this increased metabolic rate causes a reduction in vitamin D. People with epilepsy are at a higher risk for falls and other accidents that can cause bone breaks. Patients with epilepsy have two to six times the rate of breaking bones compared to the general population. According to a study conducted in 2014 by Franziska Herpach, Kenneth Walsh, Wayne Satz, and Mercedes Jacobson called the characteristics of traumatic fractures in patients with epilepsy. They studied 40 patients who were diagnosed with either seizures or epilepsy. There were a total of 45 fractures. 70 of those fractures were in relation to seizures. Some of the most common fractures were maxillofacial, radius, and humerus. Of those 45, 4.4% shown osteoporotic changes. With all that in mind, Regarding the effects of epilepsy on a person's skin and also the bones, let's go a little deeper and learn its effects to the body's articulations or the joints. Now, physical effects of a seizure can range from mild to severe. Depending on the type of seizure, 
During an epileptic episode, the muscles contract and relax, consequently resulting in uncontrollable jerking movements, convulsions, which can cause a great deal of stress on the ligaments and joints. A joint is any place where adjacent bones and bone cartilage come together and articulate with each other to form a connection. Joints are classified both structurally and functionally. Structural classifications of joints take into account whether the adjacent bones are strongly anchored to each other by fibrous connective tissue or cartilage, or whether the adjacent bones articulate with each other within a fluid-filled space called a joint cavity. Functional classifications describe the degree of movement available between the bones ranging from immobile to slightly mobile to freely movable joints. The amount of movement available at a particular point of the body is related to the functional requirements for that joint. Thus, immobile or slightly movable joints serve to protect internal organs, give stability to the body, and allow for limited body movement. In contrast, freely movable joints allow for much more extensive movements of the body and limbs. Now, joint damage is not as noticeable as broken bone or bruise on your skin. From a contusion or fall, but it can be very painful and sometimes surgery is required to correct the damage so that a person can resume a somewhat normal life. People with epilepsy have reported shoulder dislocation or sprain from throwing their back while having related seizures. Now, some have also reported knee pain, neck cervical pain, and even joint pain after the body had an episode now when a person has multiple seizures a day or even a week the injured area of the joints takes twice as long to heal long-term effects of repeated damage along with the usage of anti-epileptic medication can weaken the bone and its articulation joints are easily damaged by injury inflammation and degeneration as we age gracefully, our body changes in many ways, but a person with epilepsy feels these effects twice or three times earlier than an average person would. Aches and pains, specifically in their joints, are noticeable at an early age, as early as 15 years old or maybe earlier. Can you imagine being in pain throughout your body with every single range of motion? Can you imagine being in pain throughout your body with every single range of motion? Well, that's a painful life for 65 million people, which is the number of people that have epilepsy in the world. 3.4 million Americans, 470,000 U.S. children, and 1 in 26 people in the U.S. will develop epilepsy at some point in their lifetime. Well, that's all I have for you guys today. Next episode, we are going to discuss epilepsy and its effects on the muscles and the nervous system, also known as the control system, also known as where it all begins.